I'm Cindy Lauper. My psoriasis was all over, even on my scalp, which may mean four times the risk for psoriatic arthritis. But Cosentix works on both. Cosentix secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis 300 milligram dose and adults with active psoriatic arthritis 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or one 844 Cosentix. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And... Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. A lot to get to today, tons of headlines, and just a lot of craziness that I want to share with you. So before we get into the headlines, I do want to catch you up on my my weekend. It was kind of cool yesterday. I'm out front with the kids and my wife, and we're kind of just hanging out, letting the kids ride their bikes and, and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, somebody walking their dog with, you know, a couple, and they're coming over and they, my kids want to pet the dog. And then all of a sudden the guy's all like, honey, we're in front of a celebrity. And I'm like, oh, yes, you are. <laughs> now is, is a guy named Dennis. He listens to the podcast. Hey, Dennis, thanks for listening. And it was kind of neat. He just recognized me and, and whatnot. And so we just were chit chatting. What would have been funny though, the first thing that popped in my head when he's like, look, honey, a celebrity It'd be like oh, if I ran inside real quick and got a fur coat on, be like, hi, hello, kiss the ring, bitch. No, I didn't do that. Dennis was a great guy. So was his wife. And it was kind of neat. My my son immediately goes, I'm his promoter. So Jackson is my promoter. But it was kind of neat. And it's always good to hear from you guys. That being said, I wasn't in a really like talkative mood at the time. And I was tired because... My son had his friend over for most of the day, and his friend's a really good kid, but they were doing total, like, young kid crazy stuff, and we have a creek by our house, and I was like, I'll give them some room, let them do whatever they want to do, but I know where they're at, they're safe. I come out front after giving them, like, 10 minutes of space, and I'm like, what are you guys doing? They had gone down to the creek and got these like 15 foot long branches, like three or four of them. I think it was three. 
It was three of them, plus a large fucking tree stump. They had dragged the, the branches over. Apparently, they had quietly gotten the wheelbarrow <laughs> and took it down to the creek and got the the big old stump and put it in there. And I'm like, what are you guys doing with this? Oh, we wanted to make a teepee. It's like, make a teepee down there, not in, not in our freaking front yard. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it could have been worse. They could have been playing video games all day, but they were doing that. It was a lot of fun, a little hectic because, you know, just my son was having a day where he didn't want to listen to anything I said. So you know how that is if you have parents in it, or if you have kids because, or if you have parents, I guess true, you you know, you get mad at them. But either way, it was, it was really frustrating. But going back to, I forgot about this, like going back to when I met Dennis yesterday, the, the listener of the podcast. So I meet him and I'm talking to them. Like I said, I wasn't in the, I wasn't in like a, a just an entertaining mood. So I feel kind of bad because you know, I wasn't starting to crack jokes in front of Dennis and like give him the live experience of to huff uncensored. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. But the funny thing is, my kids smelled horrible. They did. They reeked. Why? Because our neighbor, Jeff, decided to tell the kids that they could eat as much of the quote-unquote onion grass, otherwise known as chives that he had growing out in on the front yard. So the kids just started hammering it. And I love onions. I do. But the stench that was coming off of my kids almost, almost are ruining onions for me. It was so gross. I'm like, Jesus. So Dennis and his wife come by, and they're like meeting me. Oh, this is the DeHuff family. And apparently they smell like onions, like ungodly. They smell like a fucking onion farm. <laughs> it's It was so gross. But anyway, nice meeting you, Dennis. I was scrolling through websites yesterday looking for miscellaneous topics for today. And I go to the New York Post. And I almost peed my pants with laughter because it was just hilarious because they wrote an article about the perspective of a guy with a micro penis. Okay. Okay. Apparently that's a thing. And I, I don't know enough about it. Don't really want to learn. I don't. If you got a micro penis, I'm sure whatever. And we don't need to discuss this. But anyway, the picture that they used for the article was not a picture of the actual dude that has the micro penis. It was a it was a stock photo of a couple models, uh, somebody playing a wife, somebody playing a husband or boyfriend girlfriend type of situation. And then like the first thing that popped in my head was imagine being so excited to be a model and getting a gig. And you're like this is great, putting some money in my bank account, fantastic. Then one day you're scrolling through social media or websites randomly, and then you see your you see your face. Oh, that's me. Then you quickly look over to see what the headline is attached to it. And you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> it says I have a micro penis. <laughs> Could you imagine trying to get a date after that? I hope you're married. That's all I can say, because good luck dating. You're like, you look familiar. <laughs> ladies or guys if you saw a picture of somebody that you just met 
but their picture was associated with an article about a micro penis. Are you somewhat curious or are you just going to go, you know what? I don't need to deal with that. Don't need to. I don't need to see one and damage my mind. It's interesting. And I'm sorry if you have a micro penis, I'm making fun of you, but it, it's so bizarre and hilarious that oh, I'd be so mad. I'd be so excited. It's like, I, I jokingly did that for Valentine's Day. I made a picture, like a Valentine's Day greeting card type of thing. And it says, Happy Valentine's Day. Remember, herpes is still a thing. And it was a picture of me trying to look serious. <laughs> like, I think that's funny. It's not a micro penis, but it is herpes. I thought that was kind of funny. Anyway. By the way, speaking of my neighbors, my other neighbor had to cut down a massive pine tree in his backyard. But when he did it, it didn't fall the way he thought it was going to. It took out part of our shared fence, our shared wooden fence, smashed my my wife and I's wrought iron garden fence. I was able to, you know, with my massive muscles, just bend it back into place. And then uh, he also damaged part of his gutter because it was a huge tree and it just fell uh, just crazy, right? Thankfully, he wasn't hurt. But it's just a reminder. We're all one mistake away from winning a Darwin Award. And if you don't know what a a Darwin Award is, it's somebody that dies in a moronic way. And it's, it's a morbid thing, but there's a whole list of them. There is. And I decided, I was like, let's Google a quick Darwin Award. And this is the first one that, that I liked. <laughs> is six people drowned while trying to rescue a chicken that had fallen into a well in southern Egypt. An 18-year-old farmer who was the first to descend into the 60-foot well, he drowned, followed by the others. Here's the irony. The chicken lived. The fucking chicken lived. <laughs> and here's the thing, guys, let's be honest. If it's a chicken that falls down the well, just let it go. Let it go. Unless it poops golden eggs, I don't know what to tell you. It also is a reminder, and you can connect this with, I, I saw this the other day, I'm driving to go pick up my kids from school, and a squirrel runs by in the middle of the roadway. And I always flash back to just run it over because otherwise, if I hit the brakes or swerve, I could actually cause more damage to other people than not. So I just keep going. I don't speed up. (laughs) Like, (laughs) duh, squirrel, duh. I'm not doing that. No. But I did notice the people on the other side, at least one of the, I guess it was the lead car, he like swerves and slams on his brakes. I'm like, dude. It's a fucking squirrel. And it was on my side. (laughs) So what the fuck? Idiots. Don't do that. You're going to, somebody's going to rear-end you and it's your fault uh, because you're trying to save a life of a fucking fluffy-tailed rat. That's what it is. Jesus Christ. Run the fucking squirrels over. I'm sorry. I'm not saying go hunt them down, but the only way you should really stop is if it's going to cause more damage, especially if you're if you're on the highway or something and you see a deer or something, then I guess it's fine. But it's just, man, 
Don't swerve to miss a fucking squirrel. Sorry, I'm a dick. Don't care. You know what I do care about? Jumping into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> a Dutch man who fathered at least 550 kids is banned from donating sperm. This dude was going around donating through through actual hospitals or whatever, sperm banks, but he was also doing it via social media, getting people to be like, hi, I am from that. I am a Dutch man. Do you want my sperm? I don't know what Dutch people sound like. Hello, would you like my sperm? <laughs> Hello. You are very pretty. Would you like to make a baby? <laughs> Identical to their accent. <laughs> the national gui- guidelines in the Netherlands permit donors to father a maximum of 25 children with up to 12 mothers. It's weird that they have to do that, but this guy obviously bent the rules. Apparently, he was forging documents in order for him to continue doing this. 550 kids is ridiculous. They're saying at least 550 kids. Dude, come up with a new hobby. What the hell? What do you do for fun? <laughs> I like to jack off in cups and then, you know, take it to the sperm bank. It's really, it's the light of my life. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Hey, speaking of fathering over 500 kids, how's your mother? Connor, wait, Connery, are you saying, oh, I, I've got to go. Oh, shit, she apparently didn't tell him. Ah, uh, Connery's my real dad. I always think it's funny when Connery makes an appearance. It's kind of creepy, don't you think? And everybody always asks me, they're like, how, uh, do you, how come you don't talk about Connery banging Mike's mom? Like, why? Mike's not part of my show. If Mike Evans, who I used to work with, joined the podcast, which I'll probably get him on at some point uh, again, I'll just, then, then he could be like, hello there, Mike. How's your mother? Good, Connery. Why do you ask? Oh, I was just curious because I banged her last night. She was having a hard time walking. (laughs) Oh, Connery, blah, blah, blah. That's what we used to always do during the show. But Mike's not on here, so I'm not going to say that Connery's banging Mike's mom. That'd just be weird. Just be odd. (laughs) Like the guy fathering over 550 kids. It's ridiculous. I just clicked on a button on my computer, and then my my rundown went away, and now I'm confused. I'm stretching. I'm stretching. That's what people call it in uh, radio. He's stretching. He, he's swimming. He's swimming. Oh, my God. He's trying to keep his head above the water. Oh, fuck. Anyway, don't, if you're in the Netherlands, don't get sperm donated because there's a good chance, you know, this guy's fathered so many kids. It's ridiculous. What's gross about that? when you think about it, is the chances of, I guess, incest in a, in a weird way because as these kids grow into adults, there's a good chance that they're going to date somebody that they're actually closely related to. That's pretty disturbing. Pretty disturbing, dude. A Welsh woman has uh, quit her job and she took up a whole new career and is earning thousands of dollars a month. 
Her name's Jessica Caldwell. She's 29. She's a beautician. And she decided, you know what I need to do? Let's stop being a beautician that I went to school for. And let's be a full-time witch. Why not? Yeah, you heard me. A full-time witch. Like, (laughs) I'm a witch. (laughs) That's what she does full-time. Didn't know that was a thing. Uh, I guess I need to brush up my resume because maybe I do that on the on the you know on the side. What's Scott do for another gig? I heard he he does the podcast. Yeah, but what's he do on the side? Oh, he's a warlock. I'm sorry, what? He likes to cast spells and make potions. <laughs> That's so bizarre. This is what she said. I've always been a witch. I just never had the tools to utilize my power until now. Intuition is a powerful tool that I never realized I used in my daily life. She also added, I now utilize it with my readings with complete strangers. Oh, my God. She works only on social media and earns three times more than she did at the salon. She said, my friends and family were worried when I started working full time as a witch. But once I started to earn good money, they started to support me. That's bizarre to me that that's a gig. But tell me what this also sounds like. Just replace which with a different name, I guess. People want to know what their partner thinks about them. Sometimes, she says, I do have to tell them the brutal truth. Some people just want a nice chat, which can be just as helpful as a reading. I also give free advice on spell work and spirituality. I show people how to create protection charms. She she added, I even show them how to attract people to you. So it just sounds like it's the old school scam of a psychic, right? And maybe sometimes we have our moments where we have a psychic premonition or some sort of psychic event. Maybe that, that could be possible. It's possible, right? But that's all this seems like is like the old school psychic thing. Instead of calling it a psychic, she's just saying she's a witch. And then she'd be like, I made up these potions. You know, those people that sell those like scented oils. That's all she is. She's probably got a side gig. She probably works with essential oils, allegedly. And then what she does is she just mixes up a bunch of scents and be like, this is going to attract people. And this one is going to make people not want to be near you. The one that's, that attracts people is like lavender and cinnamon, right? The one that makes people stay away from you, like the bad people, that it smells like dog shit, okay? That's what you're smearing on you. And then she's like, oh, I'm a witch. I'm a witch. She's so good. Now, now all these people, they're, they're leaving me alone, finally. It's because nobody wants to be around you because you're smearing butt juice on your, on your fucking neck. Sorry to be so cruel, <laughs> but that's them's the breaks, okay? So I, I don't know. It's good for her for, for, for making money, but I, I also call bullshit on those things. I've never been around somebody where I'm like, whoa, holy fuck. They are legit. They are legit. They, they just told me some stuff that nobody knows, only I know. Scott likes to smear feces all over his neck. I don't know. It, that's just bizarre bizarre to me Uh, but hey if she's not hurting anybody but that being said you have the potential to harm somebody if you're going in there pretending that you have these abilities that you don't 
Maybe she does. Maybe she does. But there's a good chance she doesn't. And if you're going in there playing with people's emotions and saying, listen, here's the here's what's going to happen to you. Play these numbers and you could potentially win the lottery $5,000 later. They can't pay their bills because they've been just shelling out shit tons of money for the lottery. There you go. I just went down that rabbit hole for you. I think there's a lot of damage that can be done by people pretending to have abilities like this. And like I said, maybe she does. Maybe she does. But I have yet to see evidence of somebody like that existing. You can go to one of those shows where they're like, I, 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 I'm getting a, a J, J, J. Is there, is there anybody in the audience that can associate with the letter J, J? It's just ringing in my head. And there's like 100 people in there. They're like, uh, my late cousin's name was Jessiah. <laughs> Who's Jessiah? That was my cousin. That's that's what I'm getting. Jessiah. A lot of J, J, J. Yeah, Jessiah. Jess. Okay, okay. Uh, he, I, I'm getting a, a, a male. He was a male? Yeah. Yes, he was a man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm get, phew, getting a strong hillbilly vibe. Was he a hillbilly? Hell yeah, he's a hillbilly. Woo! This guy's good. That's what psychics do. They just fucking pull out the obvious, and then you're like, oh, shit, man. It's sad. Sad. I've never done a psychic reading on my podcast before. You're welcome. (laughs) That's so dumb. Anyway, a South Korean art student ate a banana that was part of an installation by... Mauricio Catalan saying that he was hungry after skipping breakfast. So there is a banana duct taped to the wall. So he's like, dude, I'm hungry. So he takes the banana off the wall, eats the banana, puts the peel back on the wall, and then reapplies the duct tape. So (laughs) it's kind of funny, but fucked up. And it also reminds me that art can be really fucking stupid. I mean, how lazy of an artist, I'm saying that. I don't fucking care who that pisses off. How lazy of an artist are you that you tape a fucking banana with duct tape to the wall and call it art? And how dumb are the people that go, oh my, the interpretation of this is so complex. It's like, it's it's humanity fighting with, fuck off, Jesus. Fuck off. <laughs> I can't stand that shit. It's not art. It's a banana duct taped to the wall. That's it. And so he he eats it. The artist was just like, uh, yeah, no problem at all. You know why he said no problem at all? Because it's a banana duct taped to the wall. <laughs> That's why. He didn't care. He's like, ah, okay. Can somebody go to the grocery store and then get some more duct tape, put it back up there? Thanks. Doesn't really take any artistic you know, perspective to re to put this back up there. Just get the janitor or, you know, the director of the, the facility to put it back up. It'll be fine. Fuck. <laughs> this isn't the first time this shit has happened. It actually happened with a similar art piece back in 2019 by a different artist, because apparently art isn't very creative. And 
that art actually sold for $120,000. Oh, somebody ate it? Let's put a new one up there. There you go. Who wants to buy it? Oh, I do. I can't wait to have this piece on my wall. Yeah, it's not going to last very long. Give it a couple days, and the shit's going to be a... You got a brown, melting banana on your wall. That's great. That's great. How stupid are you? Anyway, got a, got a, got some more coming your way. But first, baseball's back. Hockey and hoops are deep in the playoffs. And what you need to do is make it all count this spring with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports Colorado is the best wagering app around with a direct line to experienced bookmakers behind the counter in Las Vegas. Plus, get a $250 bonus when you sign up, deposit, and wager in the same day. Don't let spring pass you by without winning money with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Here is a great way to lose your job. My God, I have never seen anything so dumb. Undercover cops in California has some explaining to do after they sold 27 kilos, which is right around 60 pounds of meth, to a suspected trafficker in a sting operation only to watch the, the, the driver just flee with the drugs, just drove away all the drugs, all 27 kilos of meth. Former captain in the police department, Michael Lujan. Oh, I, I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. I am fucking dumb when it comes to last names. Anyway, he said, why would you let someone get in their vehicle? Now we have more narcotics on the street. It's pretty embarrassing. That's right, California cops. You just sold almost 60 pounds of meth to a known drug dealer, and you let him get in his car, and you let him drive away. You just gave 60 pounds of a horrible drug to somebody that's going to disperse it across the city and across the state. You all should be fired. I hate to say that, but that's pretty fucking stupid and pretty reckless. And now some some motherfucker's going to go out there and, and sell it to people. How do you have a job after this? You shouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> How dumb. You do that. Before you even leave the scene, you know you, you shouldn't have a job. How did we do this? How did we... How did we let him go? And as of right now, as of what I just read, they still haven't found the drug dealer. My God, how dumb. How dumb. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if there's any, any better way to express that situation other than how dumb. How dumb. Warren, Michigan, a boy. This is really cool, actually. We're going to end the headlines with this before I get into the mailbag. But a boy grabbed the steering wheel of a school bus and took charge and hit the brakes because the bus driver passed out. I have some audio of this, plus the superintendent and the, the, the kid's parents commenting on the situation. Now, 
Fortunately, traffic was light, and as the bus was slowing down, it started to veer into what would have been oncoming traffic. And this caught the attention of Dylan, who was about five rows or so back of the bus. And he stood up, and he assessed the situation, and eventually saw that the driver had passed out. This was an extraordinary act of courage and maturity on his part. He jumped up from his seat, threw his backpack down, ran to the front of the bus, grabbed the steering wheel, and brought the bus to a stop. police officer called me, and my first response was, what the heck did he do? <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 this is a good call. I'm like, oh. He goes, your son's a hero. So It's very cool, very cool. And what's funny about that video that I just played is as the superintendent is talking about Dylan, being so brave and, and calm and cool, which by the way, you listen to that and like everybody is like screaming on the bus except for him. He's just like, shut the fuck up and call 911. I wish he would have said that, but he didn't. He's very calm and cool. But what's funny is as the superintendent is talking about him and praising him, you can see his mom and dad are whispering like praises to him and he's embarrassed as fuck. You know, he's just embarrassed. He's in front of all these people, and he's just like, stop, stop it, okay? You can see him, like, mouthing those. Like, he's just a typical kid. That's something my son would do. Be like, dude, you just saved all these people. You're a hero. And he'd just be like, leave me alone. God, shut up, Dad, please. You're embarrassing me. Be like, you're a fucking hero. They need to make a statue of you. Come on. But good for him. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool that he was... He was smart enough, calm enough to take control of the situation. Obviously, like the superintendent said, is he assessed the situation and he saw that there was something wrong and he sprung into action. There's a lot of kids that wouldn't know what to do for one reason or another. So good for him. Congratulations, Dylan. And I know it's a little embarrassing, but uh, you deserve the praise. You know what we need to do right now? We got to jump into the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> this comes in from Brad via DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. If you want to email the podcast and be like Brad, that's what you got to do. Hit me up, DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com, or find me on my socials at Podcast. All Colorado teams can suck a bag of dicks. Just can't produce when their balls are to the wall. <laughs> and he's talking about the Colorado Avalanche losing to the Seattle Kraken. And listen, there's a lot of pressure to win back-to-back -back championships. There's a lot of things that change. There's injuries that need to be taken into account. Sadly, I I could kind of see this on the wall. I believe I said it in the last episode where I just didn't see the Avs advancing past the Kraken. It is possible, but, you know, I just didn't see it. And sure enough, that's what happened. So praise me. Praise me for looking ahead. But no, I see what you're saying. It's and and what I wrote back to Brad was I was like, sadly, I can see this happening with the Nuggets. Of all the teams right now in the state of Colorado, the one team I have the most faith in 
to take it all the way. It sure as shit isn't the Rockies. Obviously, now it's not the Avalanche. Don't see it happening with the Broncos this season. It's the Denver Nuggets. They have the most potential. But are they going to be able to get over that hump and lay the hammer down? I don't know. Jamal Murray's stepping up his game. Nikola Jokic, he's fucking dominant as ever. Will they have what it takes to continue? And obviously, they got past the first round. Now they're taking on the Suns. Can they get past the Suns and move on to the next opponent? Just slowly chip away. Of all the teams in Colorado, professional teams, the Denver Nuggets are the best hope for a championship. Does that mean they're going to win a championship? No, because kind of like what Brad was saying, it's just it seems like whenever the balls are up to the wall with Colorado teams, they fucking shrivel and, and just fall to the ground. And and if you want to win a championship, sorry, Duff, I, I just got to take over. If you want to be champions... Denver Nuggets, you got to whip out your balls and say, embrace the glory that is my balls and say, God damn it, we win it at all. And when you look at yourself in the mirror and you go, hell yeah, I am all balls in these shorts. <laughs> all right. All right, cowboy, thanks. But that's the thing. They're not all balls. They are very minimal balls when it comes to going to the next step. So we'll see. Let's see if if the Denver Nuggets can whip things out and just go, you know what? This is the year. Fuck what everybody else says. Jamal Murray, Jokic, everybody is going to just play to their top performance levels and exceed those. And that's what you need. Michael Malone, he's a great coach. He needs to prove all the naysayers wrong. And he also just needs to prove to his, his players that, yeah, we are the best. We are deserving of winning a championship. It doesn't matter who's in front of us. We will take them down. Step, step, step at a time. I, I, I think the Nuggets could do it. But past history tells me that they won't. So is this their year? I hope so. I hope to God it's the year of the Nugget. But I just don't know. Don't know. Brad, thanks so much for uh, chiming in with that. And yeah, it's frustrating as as a fan. You want to see them do well. But there was just something missing about the Avalanche. They just didn't have it. There's just not that spark. It wasn't their great team, just not special like it was last year. Not like last year. But hey, you know they'll be back. And, and I have a feeling that the Avalanche will be back better than this year. This next season, they will be a true contender for the cup again. And that's that. there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. Sometimes that needs to happen. So there you go. Thanks so much, Brad. Again, if you want to chime in like Brad did, just hit me up, dehuff on at gmail.com, or you can find me on social media at dehuff podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining. Uh, hopefully, you smiled a little bit in the episode. And thanks so much. If if you can, hit that subscribe button and then click on the notifications or you can do the auto download. That way you just never miss an episode. And especially as we're heading into summer, you're going to want to be ready to go with plenty of material for your road trips. There you go. I'm your guy. 
Matt, let the kids wear earmuffs <laughs> because otherwise they're going to find out some weird shit. They are. They're going to have a very unique vocabulary as they go back into school after the summer. Be like, hey, Mrs. Swanson, what's a cunt? <laughs> Jimmy, why do you have an accent? I don't know. I do. Anyway, I like to say the word cunt. Sorry, I'm dumb. Anyway, thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. You guys are the best. And make sure you go to your your app store and download the Superbook Sports Colorado app. And then you can start winning with them. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And remember, real quick, if a chicken falls down a well, let it die. Okay? If a squirrel runs by you in your car, fucking run its ass over. Don't be the person that gets added to the list of dumb ways to die, okay? Dumb ways to die. Don't be that person. All right, thank you guys so much. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time. Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. My scalp was covered with psoriasis, which could lead to psoriatic arthritis. But Cosentix treats both. Cosentix Ecucinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, 300 milligram dose, and adults with active psoriatic arthritis, 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or 1-844-COSENTIX. Cosentix works for me. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey friends, are you struggling to attract and retain top talent? If you're worried about recruiting and retention, consider Insperity, a leading HR provider. They'll help you improve hiring and compensation practices so you can spend more time growing your business and less time on HR. Visit Insperity.com and download their free ebook on how to build your dream team. Don't let a lack of talent hinder your success. See how Insperity provides HR that makes a difference at Insperity.com. When it comes to teaching kids and teens about money, practice makes perfect. That's where Greenlight comes in. With a debit card and money app of their own, Kids learn to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest. Parents send instant money transfers, create custom chores, and automate allowance, while kids track their spending, set savings goals, and practice money skills they can use today and for life. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast.